0: Forever. This is Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat Extra. I'm talking to Tavita Uhutafe. Did I say it right? That's right. That's, that's a Tongan name, right? Uh, yeah, you got it. You got it, Gene. And Tonga is in the Pacific. So you're a yes, member of Apollo. What's Apollo? Uh, Apollo
1: is a constituency group of the AFL-CIO. Its uh, a- acronym is Asian Pacific American Labor Alliance. You're an active Ooh. member of that. Yes, I, uh, I'm, I'm currently a national executive board member of Apollo National, So, and it's my first term, and I'm, I, I've hit the
0: ground running. I love it so much so far. It is great, huh? Yeah. Well, it's, that, uh, we, mm-hmm. That's not what you're famous for. You're famous for showing up everywhere Everywhere there's a union action or where there's a solidarity action. I call you Brother Solidarity every time I see you, but I <laughs> notice that they're calling you the Mike guy lately. <laughs> Why is that?
1: So at, at, at Labor Notes uh, in Chicago just uh, last June, last month, there was a... a a microphone malfunction uh, during the event, and I just happened to be on stage at the Labor Notes uh, rally, if you will, the Friday night event, and it was featuring uh, speakers from Sean O'Brien, the the, the president of the Teamsters, uh, uh, Chris Smalls of Amazon Labor Union, Michelle Eisen, uh, the one of the original Buffalo organizers for Starbucks Union, you know all these uh, great unionists and leaders and following one of one of the the speaker's speech the the microphone stand had kind of broken or you know they they were messing with it so the final speaker of the afternoon just happened or the evening happened to be senator bernie sanders senator bernie sanders goes up to the podium and he's trying to hold the microphone while delivering his speech and i noticed that so i just casually step over to just to his right side of his shoulder and i kind of just braced the the microphone stand so he can deliver his speech ah. in front of four thousand unionists and, so or, set, and active organizers so you held the microphone for senator bernie sanders that's right it was about a 20 minute speech and it felt like infinity for me and and I believe for Senator Sanders as well. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a great experience.
0: Well, that's why they call you the Mike guy. Well, I call you Mr. <laughs> Solidarity because I, I see like that you one. showing up <laughs> on every time I see a video of some union picket line or union rally or union organizing drive or event around the country. There you go. You know, you're always there. And I've seen other people that talk about you and they call you the guy who always shows up. It's that guy who always shows up. So tell us what, what kind of picket lines and, and events have you been to lately? I'll say so
1: lately, uh, prior to the picket line that I sa- last saw you on brother Gene, which was the Starbucks strike picket line just last week, Saturday here in, uh, in Dallas, uh, I was in Philadelphia for the AFL-CIO convention, and this just so happened to be a active strike with the art workers that work at the Philadelphia Art Museum. If you don't know the the um, the story behind the museum itself, it's where it's the it's the scene where Rocky Balboa is running up, up the uh, you know, up those stairs. It was that's the place where that's the, the museum. Uh-huh. The workers uh, who are organized under ASME, they are uh, they've they've been on strike. Well, they've been put out of work and, and on strike for a little over two years, and it's just been an active picket line. And you know, they they had organizers come to the convention and say, "Hey, this is what's going on." And I thought, well, hell, I'm already here. Why don't we go and see if we can get into a little trouble in Philadelphia? So that was the last huge picket line I went to, um, and but went, I've also uh, been traveling.
0: You also demonstrated uh, on uh, women's rights, I think. This was all yes. last week.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, we, we were all running into each other at every demonstration or every rally. I mean, <laughs> um, it's just nice to see, you know, be back to Dallas. You know, I, it's great to go around the country, but. Uh, to to see people that I know that I uh, work alongside here in Dallas and in Fort Worth, to run into rallies of people I know, I, that was that was special. I like that.
0: I think I first noticed you four or five years ago at some demonstrations that were going on out at the airport. Yeah, remember, um, uh, yeah, the uh, caterings, They're the caterers that make the sandwiches for American Airlines. We're holding demonstrations. Now, I believe that's the first time I, I got to see you. But uh, around the country, by now, almost everybody's seen you, if, they, uh, if they've done anything. Yeah, it's, uh, you know,
1: it's just one of those things. You, I get information, you know, somebody sends me a tip that there's going to be a strike, and as long as I can make the time to take off work and there's flight availability, I'm willing to make a day trip if I can to just to go and just I don't have much much else but just to show solidarity and if I can do it in person, that's like the ultimate like superpower for <laughs> union members to just show up to somebody's rally or to somebody's to somebody's picket line and I'm very limited in resources, so that, that's my way of showing that I care I'm in solidarity with those workers.
0: Have you picketed with uh, Amazon or, or rallied with the Amazon workers?
1: Yes, I, I was there during the, the Bessemer uh, Union Drive last year, the original Union Drive that kind of kicked off a lot of the actions that were going on. So that was uh, 2020. That was in Alabama. Uh-huh. Yes, in Bessemer, Alabama. I actually visited Bessemer twice. Um, once, you know, as the, as the campaign had kicked off, and then one more time with uh, Sarah Nelson of the Association of Flight Attendants, the president. We went for a second time together and just kind of spoke to the workers. And and uh, ironically, at the same day we were there, uh, Jennifer Bates, who's an organizer with the Bessemer Drive with the RWDSU, she was testifying before Congress. Uh, you know about the the anti-union tactics that. Amazon was using uh, against their campaign. So that was kind of a a special moment to share, especially here in the South, because we're, you know, Alabama's here in the South, Mm we're here in the South. So it it was a special moment for me.
0: So you you work for American Airlines and you fly on standby, right?
1: Yeah, and um, unfortunately for me, I have to wait for seat availability. Mm-hmm. and it's just been so much harder with the, the the current travel trends you know i and i totally empathize with the the passengers who are stuck the revenue passengers who have you know saved up all of you know their extra money to to mm-hmm. plan trips with their vacations with their families you know it's just it's a really hard time for travelers and Um, I just want to just thank the travelers, you know, for, for, for being patient with the workers, you know, not, I mean, there are instances where they take it out on us, but I do appreciate the good majority of them who understand that we are only within the capabilities that the company gives us. And um, I don't mind if you bash the company. Just be be uh, friendly to our flight attendants and our gate agents. Uh, I will really appreciate that. Thank you. What what union are you in? Um, I'm member. I'm a proud member of the Transport Workers Union, Local Five Thirteen, here in Dallas Fort Worth.
0: That's a very active union. They're they're baggage handlers, um, among other things, right?
1: Yes. Currently, we represent the baggage handlers. We represent uh, the facilities, maintenance uh, workers. We also represent the fuelers. So the fuelers who fuel the mainline jets, as well as the regional jets for American Airlines, uh, we represent those workers as well. So it's a pretty big local.
0: You know anything about the origin of the Transport Workers Union? So I'm very recent to the labor
1: movement myself, being only a seven-year member. Um, But I do know that Mike Quill or Michael Quill was the uh, one of the founding uh, or the founder of the organization. And he was very active in uh, the New York uh, transit scene. Um, He was a very active and he had a big voice. Uh, He was the first president of the organization. Uh they were an organization that uh invited Martin Luther King jr. to come to one of their conventions. I think it was nineteen sixty three or sixty four uh but it was he was invited by Michael Quill himself to come in and inter- address the delegates of our of that convention that year so I think it was one of the more progressive unions uh if you will it's a small union, but it's it's a big fighter uh they got a lot of heart. <laughs>
0: They were subway workers in New York. Yes. And some of the founders were Irish revolutionaries. There's a movie about one of them, about how he went back to Ireland and tried to start a community center and how the authorities uh, fought him in in Ireland. The Irish revolutionaries and the Transport Workers Union were at one time pretty much the same thing. So it is quite a union with a great history. How did you first uh, start getting involved? Was it just uh, because you you liked your union? I think it was more, so
1: I was part of this big hiring boom uh, following a merger between our US Airways and American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, the merger had created a big hiring boom, both above wing and below wing. And I was uh, part of a big group of people who hired on and, Early on, um, from training, in fact, I was kind of like the go-to person in my class. for where the closest water fountain was, or where the closest exit or entrance is to a particular concourse, uh, a particular terminal. So um, it was just just facilitating information, and it went from that to being a shop steward, and then uh, it was it didn't really click with me until i got involved with the tarrant county central labor council and, and that's where they kind of came together
0: and the tw had its contract fights and they had several rallies at the airport and then other airport employees the registration clerks and uh food caterers so there have been a lot of actions right there close to where you work in the in the terminal at dallas fort worth airport so i guess that's that gave you a big push to start going to things, right? Yeah, it was uh, It was one of the things
1: like it was happening so often where I, once I started going, I had to go to the next one and I wanted to hear the stories of those workers. So I went to a next one and it was just an interest of what they were dealing with. You know, what are the issues? So I can understand myself. So if somebody asked me why you're there and I can say, well, the Workers told me this, so this is why we should care something simple really
0: does your union back you up in all this solidarity work that you're doing so my local tries their best um they
1: they try to keep you know when they can get me on union business they they try to I've uh been sponsored by the international a couple of times um, but a lot of this work gene is done voluntarily uh sure. I spend a lot of lost time doing something else that, you know, that unfortunately it could puts me in a financial bind sometimes, but. Yeah, i it, It's one of those things where I feel, I feel so passionate about it. And, and I'm kind of like in a trance where I see this new organizing happening. Like it's right before my eyes, whether I'm in, iowa or whether i'm in california or buffalo new york i'm just i see all the the activity and the energy coming from these new workers and it just it's kind of like we've made a family choice you know my wife is also a union member with the transport workers union she has a seniority on me so she bids before me <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we've kind of understand, we have an understanding of um, the meaning of solidarity. You know, we, we're a race of really people who kind of stick together. Uh, we're Islanders and we're there are not many of us. So, you know, when we can, you know, if we see a fellow Islander or Tongan or Samoan or somebody from the Pacific, we kind of try to build a bond because there's not a lot of us here. And I've tried to kind of implement that in the labor movement, you know, I don't have to know uh, your, you know, your job title, your job function or what you do, but um, the similarities are we're union members and I've treated you as a family member, like I'm, I, I don't I have to know your name, but as long as you're a union member, you're family,
0: and I should be there for you. To me, Tavita, the reason I wanted to interview you, and I think the reason so many people are seeking you out now to interview you is because there's an upsurge in the labor movement. Their u- unions are getting better contracts. They're going on strike more, they're winning more strikes. They're getting more organizing drives going and there's, they're winning more organizing drives. But I don't even think that's the main thing. I think the main thing is what you symbolize. The fact that solidarity has grown way out of proportion. Just for example, Last week, you and I were out picketing with the Starbucks employees at the Mockingbird Station in Dallas, Texas. And there were, I think, maybe five, maybe six Starbucks workers there, but there was another 35 or 40 people that just showed up. You're the one who always shows up. And that's symbolic to me of the great rise in solidarity. So is that your opinion, too? Do you think that the rise in solidarity around the United States is uh, is a really significant development? Yeah, I, I think it, you hit it right on the nail, Gene.
1: These young workers, uh, many of which have no experience in any union or have no knowledge of unions or the history or the reason why there are unions to begin with, They are getting real-time, they they are throwing themselves in the fire and getting a crash course, real-time history back into a time where organizers had to organize their workplaces. And that's what they're doing. They're using an old playbook that's always been around, Mm -hmm. but they're using it to the the T and following it, uh, you know, reaching across to other workers. Um, whom they may not have uh, or they they don't know that they have more in common with than they do on not in common and it's those commonalities these workers are using to energize this new reorganizing drive and you see it like I see it myself when I speak to Starbucks workers and a lot of them are wide-eyed young kids just out of high school or in college and they are just sticking together and trying to find a way to to voice their their concerns to their employer or to management but they are along the way they're getting help from organizers and allies like you and I when we show up to their to their their strike picket lines it's a huge morale boost and it just it makes them feel like people care and there are a lot of us that
0: care a lot more than they think and a lot of those picketers, a lot of those supporters aren't not, are not union members. In fact, a lot of them have never been in a union and don't really have a prospect of being in a union. A lot of them are students, but they are showing up now, whereas they never used to. Believe me, I've been doing this over 50 years. For the most of my life, if a union had an action, which unions very rarely had a public action, but when they did, it was only them. Other unions didn't come, and certainly the public didn't come. But today, we're getting swamped. If people find out that there's a union action coming up, they'll be there. And it's a, it's a truly amazing thing. Let me ask you what you think? where you think this trend is going. You're more involved in it than anybody else I know in the United States of America including union officers or experts, you're the one that actually is elbow to elbow with this whole solidarity movement. Where do you think it's going? Is it going to keep growing? That's a great
1: question. And I do have an answer. I think it has nowhere to go but up. Like there is just more people getting, like, like you said, the public is now getting involved. Mm-hmm. And they are finally, you know, and it just unfortunately with the inflation and everything, they the public is re-educating themselves into what really matters the most. And it's sticking together with workers, you know, because we all are living uh, so the policymakers make these policies and we all have to live with it with whether we like it or we live in misery. And it's like the the message of solidarity has gone not only just among works or workers now, like people are are now feeling like a worker is, is okay to be a worker and express to be a worker and have a voice too. And I think a lot of people, like you say, that are haven't been in unions yet or, or are just now showing up and, and standing in solidarity with us, they are also witnessing something that they've never seen before you know or something that they didn't think that would happen here in Dallas fort worth texas or yeah.
0: starbucks people have been trying to organize starbucks to my knowledge for 20 years at least and yes. uh, now all of a sudden uh, starbucks workers all over the country are asking for union organizers and it's because their customers want them to get to do it the, it's good for business The public wants them mm-hmm. it's good for business I mean, Gene, you,
1: you know, you've been a unionist for over 50 years. A union, union members are proud of the work that we do. So we put our best effort into it to make sure that we give a quality product. Yeah. That's the union difference. You know, that, that's, I mean, in a nutshell, we are proud of the work we do, no matter if you are a, a brick mason or a barista or a fleet service clerk or a flight attendant. Or a teacher, we are all powerful if we stick together and we're all seeing it now.
0: Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a big wind up question. I asked you what you think is going to happen and you said you think it's going to get bigger and bigger. It can go nowhere but up. If someone happens to be listening to this and they hear Mr. Solidarity speak, what would you like them to do? What would you like them to take away from? From knowing you and hearing about you what do you want in other words what do you want people to do uh, what I want people to do is to to trust themselves
1: you know especially the young workers you know I, I like to when I when I make a pitch to a young worker or, or someone who's an organizer uh, especially here in the south who feels like no matter what they do because of the current laws, right to work, and what all these different these different walls that we have to crash down before we can successfully form a union out here, I want them to know that you are not alone when you're doing this work. Please, please reach out to a CLC, a Central Labor Council within the area. See if you can get connected to to your allies because... That's one of the biggest things that I I try to hold on to is uh, from the the local level, hold on to your allies. Uh You know, who are your allies and see if we can help them in some way and they can pay it forward some time down the road. But um, we are not alone.
0: And as long as we do the work, we're not alone. Do you think if someone does reach out and try to help, do you think they will be welcomed? Do you think the labor movement is welcoming all this support and all this help from the public? You brought up a good point. Uh, as far as the union, the,
1: the movement is concerned, um, it's it's nice when the public uh, tries to reach out and support. But before you do any kind of action or anything that promotes something that you're going to do for those workers, I would do your due diligence and reach out to that local or to that union and see what it is they want you know Uh or what it is they need that way you guys are on the same page and you're not stepping on anyone's toes so Uh like it's as easy as as just getting connected with the local and a lot of our locals now have contact information on their internet websites or their social media so that's an easy way
0: that's great you want to add anything else before i stop the recording
1: uh, just I, I just want to thank you, Gene, for for just the kind words. And Mr. Solidarity is really uh, one of the first titles I got. That was from you, Gene. And that's the one of the most respectable ones. And I'll say that because you yourself have been a part of this movement for 50 years. And for you to give me that kind of compliment, like that's I'm so honored. Thank you, Gene. I'm I'm trying to do something to invigorate this generation. And if they can live it through me and, and gain some kind of, and get brave and, and, and step out and do it themselves, I would welcome you.
0: Please do it. I can't do it alone. I've been interviewing Tevita Uwatafe. Brother Solidarity, the very symbol of the rising uh, progressive movement in America today, where the public is joining in with labor actions. Thanks so much, Tevita. Thank you very much, brother. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.